First Things First by Stephen R. Covey. One sentence summary. First Things First shows you how to stop looking at the clock and start looking at the compass. By figuring out what's important, prioritizing those things in your life, developing a vision for the future, building the right relationships, and becoming a strong leader wherever you go. My favorite quote from the author is, Where you're headed is more important than how fast you're going. Stephen R. Covey Another book from the old but gold category. Published in 1994, First Things First went against the even then popular get more done in less time approach and took a look at how you can work on what matters without burning yourself out. Most of us live our lives by the clock. Appointments, to-dos, urgent events and deadlines have us rushing from one thing to the next while never getting to what actually matters nor even stopping to think about what that is for us. This book will help you exchange the clock for a compass that holds your values and principles so you can be sure you're facing true north at all times. Because direction matters a lot more than how fast you're going. Here are three lessons to help you put first things first. 1. Forget what's urgent and focus only on what's important. 2. Imagine your 80th birthday to make decision-making a piece of cake. 3. Accept that success comes from interdependence and cooperation, not independence and competition. Ready for some ruthless prioritizing? Then let's figure out your first things. First things first, lesson 1. Ditch the status symbol of urgency and attend to things by importance. This answers the question... How should I go about sorting my priorities and ordering my to-do list? The battle of urgent versus important is a recurring theme in Dr. Stephen R. Covey's work. Do you remember the Eisenhower Matrix from the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, maybe? And it's also the foundation of the principles in this book. So, our lives would be pretty easy if everything that was important to us was also urgent. But most of the time, these things are vastly different. Dinner with your family, exercising, and finding meaningful work are all important, but they're not as urgent as the client who's expecting to hear from you or the deadline at work. There are two, reason, two reasons we often choose what's urgent over what's important. Reason number one. Urgency is a status symbol, especially in the Western world. If you're not busy, you must be lazy. That's the assumption. And reason number two. Checking items off a long to-do list gives you a rush of adrenaline and dopamine and therefore satisfies your biological needs. In the long run, this leads to regret, but it's actually something that's preventable. When you've committed to a night of board games with your kids, don't let your boss's sudden dinner invitation get you off schedule. Say no to urgent things whenever you can. You can't always skip work dinners, but you sure can prevent the distrust and disappointment in your family by sticking to the commitments you've made more often than not. First things first, lesson two. Imagine your 80th birthday to make decision-making a piece of cake. This answers the question, how can I make sure I stay aligned with my long-term goals? Have you ever met someone who found it really easy to make decisions and en envied them? Chances are they had a strong vision for the future. Knowing where you want to be in five or ten years makes aligning today's decisions with the future a much easier task than when you're just drifting around. Sometimes you might have to take a slight curve, but you'll always know how to get back on track. For example, 
When Gandhi first started leading people, he was shy and a really bad and constantly nervous public speaker. But his vision of a society in which all people are equal made it easy to decide and practice speaking every chance he got, in spite of his fear, and become the person he needed to be to make his vision a reality. Here is a great question to ask yourself and instantly make deciding a lot easier. What would my ideal 80th birthday look like? Do you see a lot of friends and family at a charity dinner? Your business partners and staff? Or just the one person you love the most on a remote beach in Asia? The goals you want to see yourself have accomplished when you look back when you're 80 are the goals you need to start working on right now. First things first, lesson 3. Switch from an independence and competition mindset to an attitude of interdependence and cooperation. This answers the question, what are the two most important traits when putting my first things first? The lifestyle of urgency and rushing around is mostly a result of seeing ourselves as independent and in constant competition with everyone else. The only way to overcome it is to realize that we all depend on one another and can only succeed if we cooperate. For example, even at Apple there is no one person who can build an entire MacBook by themselves, or even a mouse, not even Steve Jobs could. Only by coming together and cooperating as a team, the people who build the processors can help those who build the case and eventually combine everything into a great product. Whether you're trying to build a business, improve your love life, learn more, leave a legacy or even just survive, you need other people to help you out along the way. Ditching the competition mindset will allow you to look for win-win solutions, instead of pushing people out of the way, resulting in both short-term and long-term benefits on your way to keeping your first things at the top of your priority list. My personal takeaways from first things first for 2017. Uh, a neat, a very neat book by Stephen R. Covey fits very nicely with the seven habits of highly effective people. But I actually think, even though that's his most popular book, I actually think this one might be more important. I think a lot because one is doing about things the right way and, and going about productivity the right way. But this thing is actually a level above that because it helps you figure out where should I even be productive? Like what matters to me, right? So the urgent versus important thing, I mean, there are so many examples of this. This It's not even funny. I mean, right now I have in my collection bucket, which is the the note where I where I collect administrative and little tasks over the week and I try to empty it out at the end of the week each week right now there are at least three or four things in there which have been sitting in there for weeks right weeks because they just don't matter they're just they're just technically they're urgent in in the sense that uh if i i don't know wrote something updated my terms and conditions or something like that like that's technically an urgent thing to to do that right like oh this is important like it's i should do it um but it's not, as imp it's not nearly as important as writing every day and recording these summaries, getting them to you, my very important customer, right? So it may seem like something, oh, like updating your terms, like if, if, if you have a lawsuit, blah, 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 you have to figure out something. That seems important, um, but it's actually just urgent. 
And it's very easy to defer that when you know the difference between the two. So, um, and the problem is, the things that make you the happiest are never urgent. They're always important, but never urgent. And so I was talking with a subscriber two weeks ago or so, and she said, um, yeah, I want to write, write a blog, start writing, something like that. And I was like, then start today, like do it now. And she was like, yeah, but I have these exams or then my, my husband's gone and I need him to fix something with the website and he'll be there back in a couple of weeks. And I was like, if the site works, you have to publish today, tomorrow. Start publishing right now. Don't put this off. This is the exact kind of, uh, this is important, but I'll do it later thinking that leads to no results ever. So uh, super important distinction. Can't stress this enough. Um, imagining your 80th birthday um, technically what the birthday looks like is not like right the setting like do you have many people or not so many it's just supposed to give you an idea of what kind of accomplishments you want to have and so on um, to to align yourself long term I recently read an interesting counterpoint to that in On the Shortness of Life by Seneca which who said that chasing legacy isn't a good idea he, he made the other he argued the other way he said Life is very short. We're all just small people. We should be humble. We should strive for a small funeral. Um, and I'm, I, I still haven't made up my mind about that one, but um, I got both sides of the point. I just know for myself, thinking very long term uh, makes it really easy for me to make good decisions. Uh, and regarding competition and interdependence, I mean, these go macro and micro. So for example, in a micro... Uh, like when it comes to every day going to the study room at school and uh, being there, I'm independent. I can do everything by myself. Like I don't complain if I have to eat by myself because no one's there. Uh, I'm okay with that. I try to compete with people in terms of work ethic, right? Like for me, like getting put, I know putting in the hours is important. So I'll be like, if I'm the last one here, that's good. Even though I know everybody else works on entirely different things. So in a micro, these can you can use these as tools. But in a macro sense, interdependence and cooperation always take the crown, 100%. Uh, if someone reaches out to me, I always try to help them, whether small or big. I always try to give 51% of the value to the other person to make sure whenever I need to call in a favor, I can do so uh, with a clean conscience. Um, so I think these go micro and macro. Think about that for a little bit. Uh, but as always, stressing the most important thing, figure out what's important screw what's urgent, and put your first things first. Hope you enjoyed this summary. See you on the next one.